0: Hi everyone and welcome back to the innovators podcast. In this episode, I had the opportunity to speak with James Oliver. James is the director of the ISU Student Innovation Center. We talked about what the Innovation Center is and the resources it has to offer. Thanks for listening and we hope you enjoy. Hello, and welcome back to the Innovators Podcast. On today's episode, I am joined by James Oliver. James is the director of the ISU Student Innovation Center, and along with that, he's a professor in the mechanical engineering field. So hi, James, and thanks for joining me today. Thanks, my pleasure. So James, to start off, I kind of want to ask, what is the Student Innovation Center and like, kind of what their
1: role is at Iowa State? Sure. Student Innovation Center is, is, our mission is to be the nexus of uh, innovation across the entire university, so it is a resource to foster innovative thinking across all the dimensions of our land-grant mission, spanning everything we do from research to education to entrepreneurship to economic development, community engagement, everything that is within ISU's mission. We're there to support innovative thinking and experience yeah sweet
0: so i just finished my first year here at iowa state mm-hmm. and i've i've lived in ames my whole life but i'm mm-hmm. i've never really heard of the student innovation center huh? has it always been a
1: thing or is it like recently been founded it's a very new thing okay um i'll tell you the the genesis story is it's a uh, Due to the vision of our leaders, um, almost 10 years ago, um, two of the deans got together looking at trends in higher education. Um, and those are obvious to anyone who pays attention the increasing student debt and uh, relative un- underemployment of, of graduates. So, if you graduate with five figures of debt and the best you can do is a barista at Starbucks, you'll never get out get out from under Mm -hmm. so how we can't keep doing the same things over and over and expect different results so you know we 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 often tell students uh, young people uh, declare a major and that puts you into this path of taking these courses in this order and many students don't quite know what they want to be when they when they get out but you're you take these courses you might get a gen ed or an elective here or there and then uh, if you follow that that path Uh, within four years, you're declared an engineer or a designer or a chemist, and then you go to the real world and it takes you three, four years to learn on the job. Mm -hmm. But there's all kinds of other people that need to contribute, You have finance and marketing, and all these other specialties that need to come together. So the big vision is how do we get students exposed to some of that real world experience while we have them here on campus? And we have all kinds of programs in order to do that. But the building itself opened in August of 2020, so it was a a long, long time coming. Yeah.
0: Mm -hmm. Um, I just saw, I was reading under one of your bios that you were recently appointed as the, correct me if I say this incorrectly, but the Python Director of Innovation. So can you kind of tell me a little bit about that role?
1: That is a title um, awarded to me. As director of the Student Innovation Center, so it's pronounced Pit-Han, it's a family that's been a very uh, generous supporter of the university, and that uh, gives us resources to experiment and try different things, Um, and it's an honorary title that that goes along with my position. Sweet. Mm -hmm. Um,
0: Could you talk to us a little bit about some of your best success stories that you've had through the Student Innovation Center?
1: we're still really just getting going. As you can imagine, opening up in the heart of COVID mm-hmm. was, a, yeah. was a big challenge um, in terms of the, uh, just the supply chain issues and contractors going away. So it delayed a number of things going forward. But the real um, innovative success, I'd say, uh, beginning in right as COVID hit us all, um, I worked with uh, a number of, of staff members and others to set up uh, a suite of what we call innovation programming, which are uh, training programs certainly for students. So we have an, uh, a program called the Student Innovation Fellows Program, which is this training program extracurricular for students, uh, where we leverage our alumni and industry partners to develop interdisciplinary projects to, again, get students exposed to working with others and work on real-world problems. Um, we also have uh, innovation fellows in training, where we work with admissions and recruiting, to uh, entice potential students to come to Iowa State and become exposed to innovation. And then we have a set of programs that uh, are aimed at faculty and staff and postdocs. We call that professional practices training. So all of that was developed in the six months before we opened all virtual. Um, So it was a a bit of an experiment, but we we pulled it off and really got off the ground um, in the fall of 2020. And then this past academic year, 21-22, we began to, to build those programs into the physical infrastructure and take advantage of the, of the wonderful resources at the at the center as well. well so that's been very gratifying. Yeah, that's mm-hmm.
0: good. Um, definitely, know, COVID is kind of, mm-hmm. we want to say it's on the back end, but really it still has its effects with all the different supply chain and yep. things like that. So kind of getting away from that, hopefully, mm-hmm. a little bit more this next school year. Mm-hmm. Um, say for... A student that has never really like heard of the Student Innovation Center, how would they go about joining or tr- kind of being a part of the, of the Student Innovation Center?
1: Sure. First of all, we're open for business uh, all summer long. Beginning in the fall, um, the, the uh, shared resources, I should say a few things about, about the resources. Just a tremendous uh, array of resources for everyone in the community. To take advantage of we refer to maker spaces but there are three major uh, shops where you can fabricate just about anything Mm -hmm. and again that could be a student org it could be a startup idea it could be a class project it could be uh, just that you wanted to learn how to use a wood lathe right a tremendous amount of resources 3d printers uh, everywhere um, uh, an entire textile uh, fabrication area uh, electronics fabrication composite material fabrication and a beautiful this is what I just told you as we started uh, digital media shop where we have a podcasting suite but a big studio for um, just uh, professional caliber cameras teleprompters lighting microphones everything and again these are shared by for everyone uh, I, I usually describe it as uh, there are 3d printers all over campus but if you're not a mechanical engineer, you can't use the ones in black engineering. These are for anyone and mm-hmm. everyone. So tremendous resources at the, at the facility. And now I forgot where this question started. You were asking me.
0: Um, what, as like a student? Yeah, how to get involved. How to, yeah, how to get involved.
1: Well, this, so this fall, we will be open uh, <clears throat> from, uh, let's see. So all the shops will be available from 9 a.m. to 8 p.m., seven days a week. And the building itself will be open almost like the library until 2 a.m. on Sunday nights through Thursday nights. Uh, So tremendous availability and accessibility. We're also planning an open house to just do this type of marketing and opening, invite everybody on the whole campus to come and see what's here and how to get involved. And and all of those programs that we set up will be featured and uh, we'll try and recruit additional students and activities.
0: That that would be awesome. Mm -hmm. Um, really the the only times I've heard about or I'd more know like what the Student Innovation Center is through my internship here at the Research Park Mm -hmm. but Mm -hmm. I feel as a student maybe it would be like not as well known so having that kind of gathering of Mm -hmm. what it is and what they have to offer would be super crucial and helpful for the whole uh, Mm -hmm. university
1: so for example um, this beautiful core facility um, houses all of the entrepreneurship uh, support capabilities. Mm-hmm. So the Papa John Center, the uh, um, SciStarter, SciBizLabs, Labs, all those programs that foster entrepreneurship, there's a satellite for that in the Student Innovation Center okay. on the third floor. Okay. So every college um, in, in every college with an undergraduate program, so everyone except VetMed, has a dedicated space in the building. That's for their programs to develop the college-level innovation and entrepreneurship activities. Um, and then there are five general university classrooms in the building, so you may have a class in there eventually. Uh, but if you take that off the table, the, the college space and the classroom space, it leaves 60% of the building is shared. That's for everyone. So a very unique uh, organizational structure. Mm-hmm. And we have staff to support all those resources as well. And, put this out here for everyone, we'll be hiring a whole bunch of student helpers for all those maker spaces and others uh, in the fall because all those shops have a professional staff member there for all those hours, uh, but each of those shops will have a crew of undergrad student helpers to make sure you're trained and following safety protocols for using all that equipment. So it's going to be very easy to get up and running, yeah. and we'll talk about all of that on August 31st. Yeah,
0: well, that's that's really cool because mm-hmm. as, as someone who, like... Well, I can speaking for others, like I, I can see how it can be so intimidating mm-hmm. jumping into an idea that you may have, mm-hmm. but knowing that the student innovation center has all those resources or mm-hmm. just help if you need it mm-hmm. would would be so nice to have when you're starting up. So like going off that, what advice would you give the students that are joining the innovation or student innovation center? or that program I First would
1: say. of all, the the programs are, are for all 33,000 students. Yeah. So you don't have to join anything. Yeah. Just come and take advantage okay. of it, right? Yeah. But if you want to get involved in uh, you'll first of all there are several student orgs and clubs. Uh, we have office space for uh, lots of student clubs, student activities for office space. Um, some of the clubs that were displaced from the two buildings that were demolished in our where our footprint is. They're already in in the lower level shop making the, the Prism Solar Car and the other competitive uh, projects and things. They're they're in the building. Mm-hmm. So if you're involved in one of those clubs, you're already taking advantage of the center. Um, but again, it, if it's just it's you know just an interest in I always wanted to learn how to make something to do something uh, electronics. You don't have to be an electrical engineer to uh, make a Raspberry Pi do something cool. Yeah. Um, or print something even biologists have 3d models now and so you you know everything is available uh, yeah. to the students so yeah. it's uh, it's open mm-hmm. and welcoming
0: yeah and so i know you said that you kind of just starting up 2020 and then covid mm-hmm. kind of ending up but do you guys have like a vision in five to ten years from now like what you're hoping it's to to really be?
1: First of all, the mission is to make students more successful right out of the gate. So we want to have, we're going to do some longitudinal tracking of of student success as we go forward and make sure that we can measure impact uh, of our students. Uh, But also from just the reputation of Iowa State University, there's no place else in the country that has the breadth and depth of, of resources available to all. And mm-hmm. then I'm not just saying that because I run the place. Yeah. It is really unique. Yeah. And uh, it's, uh, I think, going to put us on the map as a very innovative uh, university. Yeah.
0: I don't know if you might know this, but uh, do like other colleges offer this type of resource for students?
1: Well, you, if you Google innovation centers, yeah. you'll find uh, it's a popular word, yeah. right? Uh, so, many universities are claiming they're, they're innovating. Um, many of those, so I just talked to the uh, dean of the College of Engineering at the Colorado School of Mines, and they're developing an innovation center. Okay. It's for the College of Engineering. Yeah. Right? So, if you're not in the College of Engineering, you probably can't use that space. Yes. So, nothing has that, that open um, and welcoming, open to all um, mm-hmm. that I've seen. You'll often see um, smaller Venn diagrams of, say, the business school and the engineering school setting up an incubator for startups, and, and they call that an innovation center. But nothing at this breadth of scale and the breadth of mission and the scale that we put up. It's an $85 million building. Um, we had a visitor from our distinguished our, our commencement speaker, uh, Dr. Subra Suresh, who was president of... Uh, he was president of Carnegie Mellon, he was dean at MIT, he's now president of, at Nanyang University in, in uh, Indonesia, no, Singapore. And he visited the center and he'd spent a lot of time at MIT and he said, he's looking around and he said, if this we tried to build this building in Cambridge, it would cost $200 million, yeah. not, <laughs> not $85 million. Yeah. So we're fortunate to have, uh, you know, the lower costs here in Iowa. But really, everybody who visits is kind of blown away by the by the scope. Yeah,
0: no, that is sounds. I'll definitely visit this next definitely, year. You better get over <laughs> there. Yes, because yeah. it sounds quite amazing. Uh-huh. So uh-huh.
1: there's even a demonstration kitchen. That's part of the College of Human Sciences space, yeah. which is a beautifully equipped kitchen. Yeah, um, that they teach the culinary arts. But when they have they have events or club activities, they can take advantage of that space. Okay. It's got. The AV in the building is amazing, so cameras everywhere to capture the the content. Everything, the technology is amazing. Okay. So this we're all used to now virtual or hybrid meetings where we have some virtual and some in-person. Building is totally equipped for yeah. that. Is and there like a
0: media camera, like
1: students can loan cameras out? We, in the media shop, we will probably do that, okay. but uh, we haven't arranged it yet. The other piece I didn't mention, we have a beautiful, Um, lab for virtual and augmented reality okay so um you want to learn how to build a a vr app or or an xr you know augmented reality application um fully state-of-the-art again could be a startup idea class project club Mm -hmm. you know to market your your vehicle so it's all there
0: no that's that's amazing um Mm -hmm. so kind of wrap up everything mm-hmm. a tradition of the innovators podcast is we ask our guests what innovation means to them mm-hmm. so if you could say kind of what what does innovation mean to you that would
1: that'd be cool it's a broad a broad umbrella um clearly i you need to be innovative to be an entrepreneur to be a good entrepreneur but you can be innovative in everything you do if you're a professor you can innovate in, in teaching and learning uh if you're you know nonprofits or or community organization um it's it's Innovation is a broad umbrella, and that's what we want to foster. Um, as an engineer by training, I look at innovation as uh, solving problems that people didn't know they even had. That, that's where you're, the real, the real you know, killer yeah. apps are, right? When you can think of something that you, you notice an issue, and uh, that it's addressable by some. It's usually not a technological challenge. It's a it's a cultural problem. And looking where the challenges are, what people are struggling with, yeah. and solving those problems in anticipation of what those problems will be. Mm. Yeah. No, yeah. oh, that's awesome. Yeah. Um, well.
0: To wrap up, do you have any plugs or shout-outs that you want to...
1: I, I sure want to thank our staff. It's tremendous. We've, we've been growing this past year tremendously, uh, just getting all these uh, facilities populated and and capable, um, so we have tremendous uh, cohesive staff that is very service-oriented, and uh, it's a tremendous group that we've pulled together around campus. Uh, I mentioned students, please look for jobs in the Student Innovation Center come fall. And, uh, yeah, it's just been a wonderful experience. You know, I have, I've had a great career at Iowa State. I just feel really, really fortunate to have this opportunity um, to to put us on the map of uh, innovation and entrepreneurship. Yeah,
0: sweet. Yeah. Well, thank you uh, for coming on the podcast. Uh, yeah. I hope to see you around next year yeah, if you I come and
1: visit. But, yeah, thank you. Please do. My pleasure. Nice to talk. Nice.